They've actually had studies where they've sat down people, men and women, and just showed them pictures of people. And they were like, okay, judge this person's attractiveness, rate this person's attractiveness. And what they found is that averageness is the most attractive universally, which is really weird. It's really counterintuitive. You would think like most people who are like have the attractive look, like they're not the average, but what people actually respond to as attractive is the average for that particular tribe. So if we imagine that this line right here is, is average, right? This is the baseline for what is seen as attractive, right? And if you're around here, like someone could objectively line you up against the wall and go, okay, that guy's an attractive guy. He's a good looking guy. But the only bad thing about this versus like if you have average style for that tribe is it doesn't get anybody's attention, right? And if you've been through, a couple of you guys have been through my window of opportunity masterclass where we went over the five windows of opportunity. The first window of opportunity before you can seduce any woman is you have to have her attention, okay? And if you're, if your only goal is to look average, you're not gonna get anybody's attention unless you like approach her and get her attention that way. But we already said that if you're cold approaching women, you're in that 80% of guys who have to work themselves out of a hole, okay? So know this line exists, but there's like two ways to deviate from the average, right? In an attractive way. So one way is if, if you get typecasted, right? So. Rob talked about this earlier, is women are always trying to put you into a box in their head, right? They always wanna look at you and go, okay, that's my stoner friend, okay, that's, that's the surfer guy, okay, that's, that's the, uh, the, the supermodel, whatever. They always try to put you into a folder in their head in the blink of an eye, right? It happens instantaneously. We make snap judgments about people all the time. It's our first impression, and first impressions are instant. Okay, and the reason we try to do this is because evolutionary speaking again, as soon as we could put it in our head like, okay, I've got this person figured out, then we can stop worrying about them. They're not a threat to us anymore. And when that happens, she's not thinking about you, you don't have her attention anymore, you're forgettable, all right? So typecasting is one way to deviate from the average, but just know that as soon as she's got you figured out, she's already forgotten about you, all right? So the different types, we've talked about like, for example, the computer programmer guy who I worked with in LA, he looks like a computer programmer, right? So a girl's gonna go, nerd, right? Forget about him, right? Another one, I could see a guy, um, <laughs> some of you hikers might be able to see, like some of those people who wear like the, the shoes with the toes, right? Um, yeah, yeah, I see that guy, I go, okay, he's an outdoorsy guy, outdoors, right? And I'm, I'm typecasting these people all the time, Right? And the downside about typecasting is a girl has her 20% of people who she considers her tribe. So if you're not in her 20%, right, the guys that she's actually attracted to, then you know, typecasting is not the way to go. Now, here's the thing. There is a happy medium. right? You, if you do belong to one of those tribes, then obviously this is good because now you're actually selecting yourself for the type of girl that you want. Right? If you want an outdoorsy girl who goes hiking all the time, that's great because she's gonna take one look at you and go, oh, that's my type, right? So that's good, but the thing is, if you're playing this down here, if you're playing this game, it's like a minefield, it's a crapshoot, you're always gambling, right? And sometimes, maybe the girl who you wanted, you listed out those qualities for, maybe a lot of times she doesn't have to be in your tribe necessarily. So that's why there, I've, there's another way to like kind of get her attention and deviate from this averageness line is interrupt, right? 
interrupt her pattern, meaning that she's used to this and she's used to these, but anytime you can do something completely different, you're gonna interrupt her pattern and momentarily you're gonna get her attention. This is why guys back in the original days of like pickup artistry, they would peacock, they would wear furry hats, black eyeliner, black nail polish, right? They would dress so outlandishly and the only purpose of that was to get someone's attention, to interrupt their pattern of what they thought was normal for this environment, right? Because if you went to the circus, they'd fit right in. But if you go to a nightclub, this is different. This is not normal. So it interrupts their pattern, it gets their attention. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> actually, I actually call it the nudist Buddhist, right? All right, so this is the nudist Buddhist line, right? You want to interrupt patterns, but if you go over the top with it, you fall into a category of nudist Buddhist. And I heard this from Ty Lopez, um, if you've ever uh, seen any of his stuff. So basically, if you meet someone in LA um, and they go, okay, I'm, a, I'm actually a nudist, and you go, that's a little bit weird, but all right, that's cool, You're nudist, whatever. Um, and then you can meet someone else who's like a Buddhist and then you go, he goes, I'm a Buddhist. You go, oh, Buddhist, like, okay, that's a little bit weird, but whatever, that's cool. But if you meet someone who goes, yeah, I'm a nudist and I'm a Buddhist, now that's just too weird, right? <laughs> so if you interrupt someone's pattern so much to the point of where you're wearing furry hats, weird goggles, black eyeliner, that, like now you're falling into nudist Buddhist category. So what you wanna do, Ideally, is you want to interrupt someone's pattern while also selecting for the girl who's in a tribe that you would belong to. It could be a cool bracelet or two. It could be have the fact that you have pierced ears. Some guys are now getting their nose pierced. Maybe that's your signature if that's your style. Um, sometimes a guy wears like a, a ring on his finger. Uh, it could be an interesting necklace, a faux hawk, an interesting beard, right? Dan Bilzerian, one of his signatures is his his thick, like sharp line beard that he has. And then, you know, hikers, maybe their signature item is the fact that they have the, the shoes with the toes, you know? So have a signature item to where when someone thinks, okay, I'm like, when I imagine Dylan in my head, I go, oh, he always, he's the guy that always wears that, you know? So now instead of like having a tribe where there's a lot of people, now she's putting you into a box where you're like one of the only guys there. Take like the average and go one level above. This is a Ryan McGinn thing. He always talks about what's the average for that environment and how can you go one step above? You don't wanna go five steps above, but how can you go one step above? So for example, um, out here in Scottsdale, uh, a lot of you guys probably haven't been out there yet, but if you go out to Scottsdale, what you'll notice is like guys are very, there's like a couple of guys, types of guys that you run into. Really fratty, like so imagine all the frat guys that you went to college with. Really fratty guys are out there, or you got the guys who look like they're into the club, uh, like they, they work for the industry somehow. So they'll have um, really well-fitted jeans, um, a really cool shirt. Like I look like a guy who goes out in Scottsdale right now. But I went one level above a few times by sometimes instead of just good fitting pants, I'll wear ripped jeans and boots. Whereas everybody else is wearing shoes like this, you know, uh, dress shoes, right? So I'll wear boots and ripped jeans. That's one level above. Or I'll have this weird necklace that everybody keeps asking me like, why are you wearing that key around your neck? One level above. So I'm interrupting patterns without going as the nudist Buddhist category, but I also look like someone who should be out in Scottsdale. Does that make sense? Yep. Cool. I was gonna say that, I'm sure that key brings a lot of interesting conversation a lot of people are wondering like was it two or yeah uh most of the girls would look at you and think okay that's the keys apartment they're thinking about your apartment now we go out conversation maybe this is uh i guess it's one of those things but originally it like for the guys on camera everybody wondering like i literally only put it on a necklace because 
I hated having a bundle of keys in my pocket, especially with the, the tighter jeans. So I just put my apartment key around my neck. And then it turned into this big thing where everybody's like, what is that? What is that a key to? And now it's like, I just own it, you know? So what, what was your question? Uh, for girls, I understand ripped jeans, but for guys, how is ripped jeans or a t-shirt stuff above like uh, slacks and a button-up shirt? It's just different. So like if you, like for example, Rob Judge, you'll never see him wearing ripped jeans because that's not his tribe. Technically his tribe is like New York, East Coast. So that's why he looks like that, but he went one level above because he always has a fancy little pocket square or a fancy vest on or something like that. Well, but, like if you go to Scott's and you go to the clubs, you'll see like uh, the really hot, well-dressed girl with like the grunge guy, the shorts and the baggy shirt and look like they just got out of the gym. Yeah. So how is that dressing up for, for So that's, that's, that's the thing. Not only is like, she probably met him outside the club. I just want to get that straight. So she probably met him under a different context to where it made sense that he would be dressed like that. But again, that's her type of guy. That's the tribe that she wants to find a man in. So what I recommend is don't, don't change yourself to fit into her tribe, right? Do you, like be you and identify yourself with your own tribe of people that share a passion or a common interest. And how can you present yourself more to identify with that. Cause you right now, I can't really tell what kind of tribe you're in, just to button up and like dress shoes. Like you just look like you got off work, but you could easily dress that up with a few extra different accessories or something, maybe a blazer. And now you look like you're ready to go out to a cocktail hour or something, you know? Think about those things, never change yourself, but also keep in mind, like if you see a girl who's like really hot and she's with a guy who's all tatted up, it's cause she likes that type of guy, you know? And you can't control that. That's why we're gonna focus on the things that we can't control. Okay.